Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Kill this. Birdie num num. Hello. Birdie num num. Birdie num num. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast, the BNN impromptu episode before our next one with a wonderful guest. You're all going to like Miss Alicia Souza. That's coming up next week on the 30th of May, but I quickly wanted to record a podcast today to talk to you all, you boys and girls, about elections, and I'm not going to preach politics because I am an NRI sitting here in Bangalore. It's going to sound weird if I'm like, the thing about Modi or the thing about Rahul Gandhi, Um, but I want to talk about politics in general, uh, elections in general. Uh, Specifically, it really bothers me every year. Dude, I realized during this last election season, especially just yesterday or or day before yesterday, wow, my Tata Sky has been off for six weeks. I did not realize because I don't watch TV. And all this stuff we see online about what the news anchor said or what people are saying. And I was like, wow, dude, in a nation where geo, reliance, geo and data and the internet is so cheap, do we really watch TV? Or do we just watch the drama on TV? You know what I mean? I did not realize I had not had a television, a working cable connection for about six weeks until my wife was like, hey, let's see what's happening with the election coverage. Because we were like, oh, yeah, there is an outdated medium of communication and media that people still like to talk about and show, oh, my God, look at what this news anchor. You know, every time a news anchor messes up, I feel more people see the mess up on Twitter than people who are actually watching the news in aggregate, in sum, in total. And it fascinates me because what I hate about politics and elections and everything, and I'm not trying to change the the goalposts, as people like to say on Twitter, is the majority of people are getting so caught up with what Donald Trump has said this week or what uh, you know Modi has said this week or RG had said last week that they're not even bothering with the people around them, the real five or 10 people that matter in their lives. Like how many people are like the farmers, the farmers, or like, you know, I can't believe the villagers did this or whatnot. And yet those people who are from the village who are sitting in their house, uh, you know, uh, their maids, their drivers, their cooks, uh, they're not even bothering saying good morning to them or hi, hello. And I'm not saying that's you. I'm just saying it really, really bugs me, dude, because I'm not trying to say don't be involved in politics, exercise your your democratic process, do all that. But I'm so sick and tired. Even my own brother, who I love, you know, even my own mom yells yells at the TV sometimes. But it's like you are not doing jack shit around the five or 10 or 20 people in your life to improve them, which actually counts for 99% of your day to day than some complete strangers. Like when people are like, I can't believe, dude, imagine... Okay, Donald Trump, for example, says something inflammatory literally every other day. Trigger warning. There's a trigger. Trigger warning. You're about to get triggered. I want a trigger for my trigger warning. Um, (laughs) And Donald Trump says, imagine you're going to work. You got a big deadline. You're working on your PowerPoint presentation for the marketing plan for a new pitch, or you have some new app to test or whatever it is you do at your job. And You see on the news that Donald Trump said women belong in the kitchen or, you know, Modi said uh, this minority group needs to just shut up and that, you know, the Northeast something, something or whatever. Right. Imagine you're going to work and he says that now. okay, that might distract you for like a minute. 
And by the way, we live in a time right now where your reaction from a distraction is actually the distraction. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, is that going to change your life at all? Are you going to go campaigning tomorrow because Donald Trump once again said, you know, women belong in the kitchen or, uh, you know, he wants to grab them or whatever it is? Or are you going to carry on with your day to day? And this is what's scary to me. You know, there is an article that um, not an article, ironically, what I'm about, what I'm about to say, but the majority of people don't read a Facebook article before they share it. Okay, uh, which means the majority of people who are creating these articles know that their whole entire existence is based on you sharing their articles, which means they're going to sensationalize headlines. Even CNN is saying stuff now, like you know, we'll like leave you breathless, or number nine was awesome, or whatever. Everyone is playing this game because they are desperate for attention. And when everyone does that, guess what they do? The stakes are high and they keep upping the stakes. Dude, I just watched freaking John Wick number three yesterday. Fantastic movie, by the way. A lovely film. If you are an action junkie, if you like action movies, please watch the John Wick series. Uh, It's the only good thing in the action genre right now. I honestly believe it's based off of, I'm guessing, a movie called The Raid Redemption, which is another Indonesian amazing like John Woo gun violence but tastefully done uh action film and I was watching this yesterday and I was like holy crap the stakes are high because wow every three seconds they're bombarding us with a knife fight a gun fight the story itself whatever but they were just that desperate to keep our attention and they, and they did a good job but I was like wow if I was a 19 year old playing Fortnite um I would not I would not have any idea what it will be like when I'm 30, 35 and like the senses are just like humping you. And that's what's happening with your senses with these headlines. And the majority of, dude, here's how you know the world is not as bad as what you see online, okay? When was the last time you were out and you heard something racist at the office or even in passing that your watchman said or somebody on the train said or anybody said anywhere? Chances are, you're more likely hearing that stuff from like your close grandma or like a close relative when they're drunk than out in the open. People generally, and luckily whatever bubble you live in, whether it's the middle class bubble or the super elite wealthy landowner bubble or the NRI bubble or the the woke friggin' liberal, you know, white guy in Rajasthan. I don't know. I'm just like putting people in boxes now. But whatever bubble you live in, uh, you know, number one, pop that bubble. But number two, you'll realize People are not as bad as the news makes it out to seem because no one is ever going to post a headline like voting was smooth and all of the EVM machines were attended to. That's not going to get ratings. The only news these days is bad news. And as a result, you're reacting and distracting yourself with these reactions. And it's disgusting, dude. And every time I harp on this, people are like, you're just demoralizing the democratic process. Or why are you saying politics aren't important? No, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm saying, please, before you go out there and try to change the world, make sure your house is in order. Yes, I think I heard that from a Jordan Peterson book. Another guy who I thought was this crazy racist you know, weird conservative dude. Then I read his book looking for ammo to be like, this guy sucks. And I was like, wow, this guy is making sense. And that was my first taste of in 2019, the media, the liberal media, they also want to make money. They also want to get clicks. You know, everybody is out there, dude. What bothers me so much is if 50% voted for one guy, 50% voted for another guy or girl, 
look at my own building, my own family. That's half the people in my building, 300 people here. Does that mean everyone I get into the lift with is a freaking genocide fan or a serial killer or doesn't believe in abortion or whatever the case is? No. Different strokes for different folks. And because there's only really two ways you can go, you have to pick one. And if you side with one guy or a girl, that's fine. But it pisses me off, dude, because people, I feel like the people who really complain about politics, the ones who really get angry and troll on Twitter are the ones who are not happy internally, whether inside themselves or, you know, whether, uh, you know, in their own house or their own family. And yet they're looking for other reasons to get upset. Why? Because that's a form of resistance. Because if I can be angry about politics and strangers and people's opinions on Twitter, I do not have to look inwards and fix myself. If you are truly happy or working on getting happy with your job, with your fitness, with your diet, with your friends, with your family, with your love life, your sex life, with whatever, if you are putting down the alcohol and not complaining about sports, you know one thing about sports, God bless you if you love cricket or the IPL or whatever, when I moved to India in 2010, and obviously I didn't grow up around cricket, so I didn't care to watch it. But I was I was obviously distracted by the NFL and the NBA and all that stuff. When I got to India and I didn't have easy access to watch those things at reasonable times, I realized, wow, watching people watch cricket was how I was my whole life watching football and basketball and baseball. And I was like, wow, it's a distraction. You know, it's great and it unifies and it's awesome. But not cricket, but sports in general are a massive distraction. They're a great motivator when you're young. They're, it's great to empathize and to sympathize and to see your heroes overcome obstacles. But at the same time, it's a massive distraction. You are spending 99% of your life arguing about who's better, Sachin or Kohli or Dhoni, when all of these guys don't give a crap about the comparison because they're both worth $100 million each and they're having a great time. They don't compare themselves to each other until we do. Why do we do that, Right. So it just bugs me so much, dude. Like, I'm kind of on a rant here with this week's episode, which is why I'm going to keep it short to 10 minutes because I have another wonderful one-hour podcast coming up with Alicia Souza uh, on uh, the 30th, which is in five days. But all I'm trying to say is don't let your reactions be a distraction because that is the action that they want you to take. I don't know who they is. I just sound like a big conspiracy theory. But let me know what you guys think. Quick 10-minute podcast. For those of you who are listening still, please do like, review, subscribe, drop me a comment on iTunes, what you want to hear me talk about next, any guests you want, and I hope this was a fun, helpful rant while I was waiting for my bubble dosa roll on Swiggy. So I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks a lot. Sanjay Mike Tala out. Bye-bye.